Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground. Um, um, Mr. Afion Jones, another end of a Sunday night. We're going to try to get two of them off tonight. So if you see us, it's not a typo. We got two episodes going in. First, we'd like to congratulate the Los Angeles Rams uh, Sunday night football. Putting it on the Seahawks. Defense played a good part this game. Uh, five sacks on Russell Wilson. Uh, the Seahawks had some few mis- had a few miscues as far as the receivers dropping a few balls on critical downs and stuff like that. But give credit to the Rams who have not been playing well at home, and they kept their playoff hopes alive after um, you know. They were taking some beatings with between um, the Baltimore Ravens last time we saw them on Sunday Night Football. Took a beat down. And, um, <clears throat> well, that was Monday night, but they took a beat down on Monday night. Had a record set on them. And for them to come back and beat the Cardinals, which is not that big a deal, but to beat the Seahawks, yeah, let them know that their defense is playing better. They're playing with some pride. And big ups to them. Um, Another football topic. We're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs went in to New England and beat the New England Patriots at what they do. Yeah, there were a couple of questionable calls in this game. Um, looks like, you know, really that, that call that could have been a not big call at the end of the game was kind of ticky-tack. But you got to look at it like this. The New England Patriots offense is the issue. Their defense even when they play lights out against a team like Kansas City, they're not giving up a ton of points. Tom Brady, you know, he, he knows we're winning those games. And we're talking about their offense is bad. Their receivers, who they got at wide receiver. The man throwing the ball to these receivers is like 40-something years old. When I say the ball don't have the pop on it like it did have, it don't. Now, I'm not saying who can play quarterback better than him with the team that he's got. I don't know. I don't know who can do what he's doing. But uh, the Patriots lost this one, and they kind of fell into deep in the second place on this one. Um, now they play the Bills, and, yeah, the Bills took a beat down by the Baltimore Ravens. And the Baltimore Ravens did what they had to do to win that game on them. And, yeah, it wasn't a wild game for Lamar Jackson. Well, it is a wild game. The man threw three touchdowns. Um, <clears> the <throat> team clinched the playoff berth, and they're the number one seed in the East. So the Bills and the Patriots have a showdown, which we all know there's not really a showdown. <laughs> we all know the Patriots are probably going to win this one. But, you know... Baltimore Ravens have set themselves up head and shoulders over everyone else. And um, and that's that. Another close game, another classic game. We had the San Francisco 49ers doing it again against the New Orleans Saints, man. Uh, the, at the end of the game, we had to play with a tight end, caught a ball, and dragged three grown men within field goal range. It was shades of Marshawn Lynch all over again. <laughs> you know, you, you talk about feats of strength. You talk about 
you know, while we play this game, what passion goes into it? Where, you know, the, the score looked like a college score, 46 to 48. We're looking at two quarterbacks who, you know, two teams that are going to put points up like that. And 49ers are known for being a good defensive team. Drew Brees is like, what defense? <laughs> we we gonna, we gonna score any kind of way. And to see a game like this come down where they score touchdowns every time you look up and it being won by a field goal, it just lets you know, man, you need every team, every part of your team to be good. Your special teams gotta be good to win these games. Your kicker gotta be on point. Cause he missed a kick that can cost you a loss. It could it could get you a loss. So big ups to the <clears throat> to the 49ers, you know, winning another tough one. You know, they lost last week or the last couple of weeks ago to the Baltimore Ravens. And it was an ugly game they lost, but just look at how they came back and bounced back and they could have easily, you know, the defense was not having their game today. They could easily pack this one and they did not. They worked hard and they pulled out a win and shout out to the 49ers on that one. On uh, the NBA, um, just going to focus on the Lakers this week. The Lakers, you know, they took a loss. I'm not going to focus on the Lakers. I'm going to focus on the Dallas Mavericks. Second year player Luka Doncic is tearing up the league at 20 years old. The man is averaging... Damn near a 30-point triple-double out here. And he's doing it all. Like, he's throwing dimes. He's had a game against the Pelicans where he had 18 rebounds. He is a problem. He is a disturbance in the force. Luka Doncic is going to be named Luke Skywalker out here. Because he is killing dudes out here. He's pulling up, like, from half court down there and hitting threes on folks. Like... If, if it's not only that he can go around picks and shoot, it's not that he can just pull up and shoot. He's stepping back and hitting three pointers like the game that this guy has. And it's not just, oh, he can shoot threes. No, he can mid range and he's taking dudes to the rim. And he is a complete offensive package, man. If the ball gets in his hands, especially if he's on the move, man, it's. I mean, this guy's lights out. You know, he, they beat the Lakers this week. It lets you know that Dallas is not playing out here. And it wasn't, we just point to how many ways they could have lost. Oh, they ain't play defense. They weren't shooting the three good. No. Luka Doncic is a problem. And it's not just a problem for LA. He's going to be a problem for the whole league because when this, when this kid gets the ball in his hand, you know, like I said, I'm going to start calling him Luke Skywalker because the the force is with this guy. You know, he is putting it on the league, serving notice. Between him and James Harden, you know, how are you going to defend this dude? You close him out, you go to the rim and pull up for a mid-range. You lay back, somebody comes up and sets a pick on you, and he gets wide open threes at a high percentage. And... He can also catch and shoot when he's not primarily handling the ball, so they can dump the ball in the post to Christoph Porzingis or let one of the other guards handle the ball, and he can step in and 
he can shoot. He can shoot from the um, catch and shoot too. So I mean, he's a monster. You know, I thought Luca was gonna be okay. I thought he was gonna be a. You know, I think he's a good player. I think he's gonna be an awesome player. But man, this dude is pushing himself into the MVP race in the second year in the league. Like, dude. You know, so. <clears throat> kind of a league watch if you can get out here and watch some basketball watch the Dallas Mavericks watch how they playing uh also the Miami Heat uh they beat the Toronto Raptors this week Jimmy Buckets is, is, is doing his thing Jimmy Butler doing his thing but the team as a whole they play tough they defend you they run they run other teams off the three-point line and they, they, they win in close games, too, and they're not afraid to play. They're not afraid of nobody. They're not intimidated by nobody. Like, I just like the style that he playing. Uh, keep a look. Keep an eye out for them. You know, they're really doing it. Um, in boxing, we had the international affair with the Ruiz, Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua matchup. I mean... I know when we talk about I was completely wrong I like to apologize for my listeners out here I was wrong on this one now did I think Anthony Joshua would win yeah I thought he would win you know I did I felt like he came in to New York unprepared and Andy Ruiz got up off the canvas and showed him that you never let your guard down you never overlook the boy he overlooked his his opponent and having months and months to digest what happened, to look at film, to see what he did wrong, Anthony Joshua went back to boxing. Not, I'm going to go in here and get a pretty knockout. No, he went to boxing. And yeah, was it exciting? No, it was not an exciting fight. It wasn't no big body shots and... You know, it wasn't that type of fight. But was it a boxing match? It was a one-sided boxing match. Andrew Ruiz used his jab, and it looked like a Klitschko fight. If I can say, if anything, he looked like uh, like he did a Vladimir Klitschko in there where he jabbed and kept dude on the outside, moved around the ring real good, and if Andrew Ruiz got too close, here come that right hand. Bam, get back. Andrew Ruiz got maybe two rounds in that whole fight, maybe three. Where he kinda pushed the pace and got up in a Anthony Joshua, but for the most part Anthony Joshua stayed away from him. You know, hit him Jabbed him to death and stayed away. And every now and then had a right hand, hit him clean. That works when you're fighting somebody who can't get to you, who can't really move the way you move. And Anthony Joshua came in, looked like his cardio was up, looked like his movement was up. And he, he looked like he studied himself, like, he looked like he came in ready for this, and he he wasn't he wasn't in here to impress anybody. You know that's what we're gonna do the second show about. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta win. You can't 
can't worry about how many likes you get on this win you're gonna get. But sometimes you just gotta get this win off. And <laughs> um, you gotta just win and keep it moving from there. You know, you, you tried to go in here and come to America and you tried to get that highlight knockout and then you knocked the man down and he got up and, and put you down. So now you gotta go here and here and box and you gotta you gotta come in here and box like a businessman, which means you're gonna hit and not be hit. Which means I'm gonna hit you and jab you and you're not gonna touch me because I'm gonna keep moving. So um, congratulations Anthony Joshua, get his belts back. What he's gonna do from there, I don't know. But word of advice, um keep Fight some other guy. Don't go after Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder right now because those guys got long reach. Those guys cut the ring off. And those guys hurt you. <laughs> so, Anthony, you know, Andrew Ruiz hurt him a couple of times, but, you know, my man just stayed composed. But you got dudes that can reach across the ring on you, then, yeah, it's a whole different situation. So, I would say, man, enjoy that trip to Saudi Arabia. Enjoy those belts that you just went back. Enjoy the whole celebration, man, because, you know, we was all counting him out. People were saying how he quit, and he had to redeem himself, you know, not just, people talking about just to get his belt back, just to get his, you know, credibility back. Your pride, when you lose the way that he lost, it means something. You know, they say there's no witnesses. You know, he, when Klitschko knocked him down, they said, my man, uh, t t t Terry Atlas said it was witnesses. He had to get up and get back in and take Klitschko out. He didn't have it in New York. When people are questioning your heart, your resolve, what you got to show for yourself? And yeah, was it the pretty glitzy knockout? No. But did he go in there and handle his business? Yes, he did. And I respect him for doing that. I respect Andy Ruiz for, you know, hey, keeping keeping his head down together, not getting too upset, not going there, you know. And he did the best he could. We're still looking at That's Andy Ruiz. What is it, second loss? So he got a lot. He still got a lot of matches in him. He got a lot of boxing left. And he'll be holding up one of the, how many belts they got, man? Like, five heavyweight belts right now. And Anthony Joshua got three, four of them. Come on, man. We need to quit. Man, we need to unify these belts. I'm with Deontay Wilder. We need to not have five or six belts. We need to have, like, at most three. And somebody need to unify them. It should be mandatory that if you have belts... We have to put these belts up on the line against other belt holders. You know, you're tired of seeing four heavyweight champions or three heavyweight champions that we got now, and none of them are looking forward to fighting each other. Only Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. And and they fought before, so it's like, who, who going to do this, you know? And I respect them for coming together and, and, and putting this fight in. And I'm, you know, putting their records on the line. Deontay Wilder 
Got everything to lose if Tyson Fury beat him. Everything. Come on, 42 oh, 41 knockouts. You got legendary status. If he never fought again, he can go down as one of the best heavyweights ever to step in the ring. A loss at this stage of his career would definitely affect people calling him the best puncher ever, the, the hardest heavy, heavy hitting heavyweight ever, uh, one of the greatest ever boxers. You, you can't put his name and Floyd Mayweather in the same sentence if he take a loss to Tyson Fury. And that's what he putting on the line. So I respect that. Is Anthony Joshua going to eventually get to that point where he can start challenging these guys that everybody thinks is better than him? Is he going to show the heart and and actually take that risk and put his reputation on the line and throw them three belts up since he got more than all the other people? Is he going to do that? I don't think he is. I'll be real. I don't think so. And if he does, I'm, I'm happy for the state of boxing. I'm, I'm happy for everything that, you know, boxing has come. It's going to be a great year. 2020 is going to be a great year for boxing. 2019 was an awesome year for boxing. We've been wall-to-wall action all year. So, looking forward to that. Like I said, um, we're going to end the sports there. We just have a ton of projects and everything working on. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you are, you know. Um, take this time out, enjoy your family, call somebody, tell them you love them. And, you know, just do what you can to live better. And once again, it's another episode of Jones Underground Sports. Uh, we'll be uploading this tomorrow, so enjoy this. Enjoy uh, whatever we have going on. Thank you. Special shout out to all the listeners. And, um, you know, new listeners especially. And we hope to see you soon. Bye bye.